morning, it's January 25th, and this is your daily brief in U.S. News. Here's everything you need to know. In the New Hampshire primary, Donald Trump clinched a victory, establishing himself as the leading contender for the Republican presidential nomination in year 2024. Trump's success in the primary underscores his enduring influence within the Republican Party, even as he navigates legal challenges and scrutiny over his views. On the Democratic front, Joe Biden emerged victorious as a write-in candidate, though questions linger about his capacity to galvanize supporters and his approach to the Middle East. The summer party conventions will be pivotal, setting the stage for the official nominations with the presidential election slated for November 5th. The New Hampshire primary outcomes bring to the fore the critical role of impartial media coverage and the responsibility of journalists to provide balanced reporting. Looking ahead, the balance of power in the House and Senate will be instrumental in shaping the election's direction and the subsequent policy-making landscape. On January 24th, the U.S. military launched airstrikes in Iraq and Yemen, targeting Iran-backed militias and Houthi rebels. The objective was clear, to degrade their ability to launch rocket and missile attacks that have been disrupting global shipping and raising alarms about potential destabilization in the Middle East. These strikes resulted in the deaths of two individuals and were described as proportionate by U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin. In Yemen, the focus was on dismantling Houthi anti-ship missile capabilities and neutralizing facilities that pose threats to both merchant vessels and U.S. Navy ships. Over in Iraq, the targets were facilities used by militias with ties to Iran. According to the Pentagon, These strategic moves have served to weaken the rebels' arsenal and have acted as a deterrent against further aggression. However, not all feedback has been affirmative. Iraq's prime minister has voiced criticism over the airstrikes, framing them as a breach of Iraq's sovereignty. Despite this, the U.S. remains steadfast, indicating readiness to take additional measures to protect its personnel and facilities and is actively seeking China's assistance to exert pressure on Iran. The overarching aim behind these military actions is to secure the safety and security of the Red Sea Corridor, a vital passageway for international shipping and mariners. The Ohio Senate has taken a decisive step, overriding Governor Mike DeWine's veto to pass legislation that bans transition-related medical care for transgender minors and restricts their participation in school sports. This move positions Ohio as the 22nd state to limit access to gender-affirming care for minors and the 24th to prohibit trans girls and women from joining women's sports teams. Under the new law, health care providers could be subject to disciplinary measures for offering treatments such as puberty blockers and hormone therapy to transgender youth. Additionally, students are granted the right to sue their schools if they feel their athletic opportunities are compromised by the participation of trans students. The ramifications of this legislation are anticipated to be profound, affecting transgender children and their families across Ohio, with some contemplating relocation to more accommodating states. In response, LGBTQ plus advocates in Ohio are actively seeking legal and legislative avenues to safeguard the rights of transgender individuals and their families. There is also a looming possibility that this issue may escalate to the U.S. Supreme Court for a ruling. The bill has faced strong opposition from Democrats and LGBTQ plus advocates, who denounce it as discriminatory and an encroachment on the rights of parents. 
Meanwhile, at the federal level, the Biden administration is advancing a proposal aimed at preventing such blanket bans on transgender athletes, arguing that they contravene Title IX protections. The doomsday clock, a symbol of global catastrophe risk, remains set at 90 seconds to midnight for the second year running. This position marks the closest the clock has ever been to midnight in its 77-year history. The Bulletin of Atomic Scientists cites several factors contributing to this heightened threat level. The ongoing war in Ukraine, conflicts in Gaza, nuclear weapons modernization, and an increase in climate-related disasters. In addition to these concerns, the rise of artificial intelligence is flagged as a potential threat due to its capability to corrupt information and influence political elections. The bulletin underscores the imperative for major powers, specifically the United States, China, and Russia, to engage in cooperative efforts to turn back the clock and avert potential disaster. Highlighted risks include the proliferation of nuclear weapons, the escalating impacts of climate change, and the advancements in genetic engineering. The doomsday clock stands as a stark reminder of the critical need to address these issues to ensure the future safety and security of humanity. President Joe Biden is poised to secure the endorsement of the United Auto Workers Union at their political convention in the nation's capital. This nod from the UAWU marks a significant bolstering of Biden's rapport with blue-collar and union workers, a critical demographic in battleground states such as Michigan. The union, which initially expressed reservations about Biden's advocacy for electric vehicles, has successfully negotiated a contract with major automakers resulting in enhanced wages and benefits for its members. UAW President Sean Fain has commended Biden for his dedication to ensuring retirement security, facilitating a fair transition to electric vehicles, and bolstering union organizing efforts. With a membership base of 380,000, the UAW's backing not only has the potential to shape legislative outcomes, but also to influence the decisions of undecided voters and non-union laborers. This endorsement is poised to be a pivotal asset in Biden's bid for re-election, particularly for securing support in the crucial state of Michigan. This has been your Daily Brief in U.S. News. To read more about these stories, follow the links in the episode bio. You can also subscribe to these updates at www.brief.news. For more daily podcasts about the topics you love, visit www.brief.news forward slash podcasts. Tune in tomorrow. We'll be back with everything you need to know.